Hello everyone, this is Jay Dobbins, your host of the Marvel Slash DC Universe Fan Club. We are at episode 5, and today we will be talking about two topics. One, the Infinity Gauntlet, the story of the Marvel Cinematic Universe's secret weapon, and the during credits and after credits for Marvel's upcoming film, Doctor Strange, which there will be a special screening tomorrow, and then a grand opening Friday, this Friday, November 4th. I'll talk about the first topic, which is the Infinity Gauntlet, the story of the Marvel Cinematic Universe's um, secret weapon. So, um, in 1991, Thanos got his due. Um, Marvel movie fans are still waiting for that day to come on big screen. Um, <laughs> which that would be in 2018. Uh, but 25 years ago, uh, Thanos shook up the Marvel Universe with Infinity Gauntlet, a six-issue comic book sensation that saw the villain gain um, omnipotence. Sorry, Omen, sorry, omnipotence. Yeah, that word's hard to pronounce sometimes. <laughs> sorry, my bad. All right. Um, after gaining all six of the Infinity Stones, the cosmic tail was an instant success, uh, going on to be one of the most influential comic storylines of the 90s. Um, many of its ideas have been incorporated into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, most notably Thanos' obsession with tracking down the Infinity Stones. Um, I wa uh, was it? The writer, um, Jim Starlin, said, and I quote, I worked on Thanos, created him back, uh, even, back even more um, before I started, sorry, um, I'll just start that quote over again. Uh, I had worked on Thanos, creating him back even before I started working at Marvel, recall, you know, the writer recalls, and he said, that's, an end quote for that one, and here's another quote. Um, he says, um, "I tried to up Thanos, uh, tried to up his game every time he appeared." End quote. And up his game, uh, Starlin did. Thanos, uh, Thanos's first act of godhood, killing half the sentient, uh, the sentient life in the universe to impress his lady friend death oh, wow I forgot he did say he did say he would destroy many planets just for her to whisper his name so but um oh it was an act that uh, galvanized Earth's remaining heroes into teaming up to stop him in a massive adventure Starlin crafted with artist uh, Greg Perez and Ron Lim. Uh, the sterling move to kill half the universe uh, didn't receive much pushback from Marvel editorial. Uh, Starlin recalls editor Greg Anderson wasn't showing much of their work around the office. Uh, but the ambitious uh, project did hit a few speed bumps. Perez unable 
to juggle duties on both Gauntlet and DC's uh, War of the Gods. Um, left in the middle of the run, and Starlin was limited by what characters uh, he could use in the battle against Thanos. Um, a number of uh, editors up there, um, there were about six of them, um, where, I mean, they were very hesitant about, uh, well, this is his quote, of course, um, they were hesitant about letting, I mean, they were very hesitant about letting me use any of their characters, especially the X-Men, which were extremely popular at that time, says, end quote, says uh, Starlin, who was granted uh, use of just Cyclops and Wolverine from the team of mutants. Uh, that attitude changed after the book became a runaway success, spawning follow-ups, uh, follow Infinity War 1992 and the Infinity Crusade 1993. So... Um, with, uh, with the next series, which was the Infinity War, um, this is his quote, of course, I mean, this is, I'm quoting him again, um, which, um, with the next series, which was the Infinity War, um, I had everybody try to get their things into the books, because the crossover books, um, that they did uh, sold as well, says Starlin, end quote. Well, sorry, uh, end quote, says Starlin. Um, in a world in which uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe is often criticized for lacking uh, interesting villains, Thanos truly has the potential to be a game changer on the big screen. A aspect of the character as Starlin conceived him is that he provides the uh, own method for his defeat. His uh, he's supremely ambitious and arrogant. Ooh, that's pretty much a downfall for anybody with that characteristic of being arrogant and even sometimes ambitious. Um, but also secretly believes he is unworthy. Um, in this, in the case of Infinity Gauntlet, is suggested. Thanos didn't uh, actually believe he deserved the power of the go um, the goblet. Sorry, the goblet gave him. His uh, granddaughter Nebula, played by Karen Gillan in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which is actually his daughter in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, is turned into the Living Dead by Thanos, and eventually gains the gauntlet simply by taking it from his hand. Uh, let's see. Uh, this is a quote from Robert uh, Zelanzi. Oh, sorry. This is sorry. This is a quote by um, Starlin, who's talking about Zelanzi. He says, and I quote, at the time I was doing him, my reading list uh, consisted of things of like uh, Wilhelm Reach and Carlos Castaneda, 
and the science fiction writer Roger, sorry, not Robert, Roger Zelanzi, or Zelazny, sorry. I don't know his names. All right, so that was the end quote. And then here's another quote saying, so I didn't like that there were uh, one or two dimensionals. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. I didn't like the characters that were one or two dimensional. Sorry. Uh, I liked uh, a guy to have a lot of different levels to him and layers, and I think I pretty well succeeded with Thanos. End quote. So this is a quote from Starlin, of course. So, um, through the next Avengers, uh, though the next Avengers movie takes its uh, name from Infinity War, fans speculate the 2018 film will take more inspiration from the p plot of Infinity Gauntlet, uh, while um, features Thanos as the big bad. The Infinity War comic sees the heroes face a series of double-ganger versions of themselves. Either way, when Thanos does step forward as the main movie bad guy, it will be a culmination of six characters. I'm sorry, of not six characters. Six years of storytelling. Sorry, guys, I'm nervous. <laughs> I am live, pretty much. All right. Um, Thanos was teased in the Avengers, uh, made a full-on appearance in Guardians of the Galaxy, and was last seen in, in Avengers Age of Ultron mid-credit uh, mid scenes. His prolonged period of sitting behind the scenes was even mocked by Marvel doing its San Diego Comic-Con panel this year. In other words, fans are ready. Uh... So, this is another quote from Starlin, again, saying, and I, and I quote, I like to have, I like to have had a bigger piece of Thanos than I do. Um, but, when the first Avengers movie came out, Marvel and I were renegotiating some things, so, um, I get a taste of, of this thing. Starlin, in this end quote, Starlin says, uh, when asked, Starlin says when asked if he regrets creating a character for Marvel now at the center of a billion dollar franchise, and he says, and I quote, I'm not becoming the next Bill Gates, but I'm getting a little something out of it, end quote. Also, so, um, the Avengers... Infinity War Part One. Well, that's whenever that's for now. That's the that's the title until they change until they give it a new title that they've been talking about changing for a while. So it will be in theaters and uh, on in 2018. So that ends that topic. Now we're going to be talking about the next topic, which is um, the mid credits for um, Doctor Strange. So, if you don't want to hear um, the spoilers, feel free to get out now. <laughs> it was that they were seeing the movie, of course. 
you can either, you know, leave or you can just listen. But I am going to, you know, do some spoilers. So just letting you guys know. All right. Now, for the Doctor Strange film, there will be during credit scenes. And the during credit scenes are, well, according to Screen Rush, Strange invites Thor to his sanctum, uh, Sanctorum, uh, to get the lowdown on Loki. But Thor says he needs his troublemaking brother's help to find Odin. Strange agrees to help Thor lo uh, locate Loki and Odin under one condition. Once found, they must leave Earth and return to Asgard for good. Thor accepts his offer. Oh, come on, really? I hate that. You know, why would you want Thor? Well, I mean, why would you want... Oh, wait a minute, no. Actually, no. I mean, I just don't understand why he would want them, including Thor, to leave As I mean, to leave Earth and return to Asgard for good, as they never come back. I mean, come on. I hate that crap. I mean, come on. Thor has a key to saving the world, you know? He's an Avenger. So, yes, he is needed on Earth. Unless Strange wants to take Thor's place, which I really don't see that as a possibility. Okay, so, there's also an after credit scene. Um, in the after credit scene, we see Baron Mordo uh, return to Jonathan Panghorn, uh, where he rips out and absorbs his mystical powers. Um, he says, there are too many sorcerers. So, that's the, both, that's the post-credit and end credits for this movie. So, uh, well, that's it for today. I'm gonna retire. Probably watch some Walking Dead on Netflix or whatever. But, um, yeah, feel free to visit us and like us on Facebook at the Marvel slash DC Universe Fan Club. Thank you for your time, and you guys have a wonderful evening.